You are listening to I Hate Average Podcast featuring Jay from the Bronx. And I'm back. Back at it like a... I don't want to say crack addict, but I'm back. Um, thank you guys for last week. You're listening to I Hate Average Podcast. It's Jay. Thank you guys for last week. Oh, man. Last week was crazy. We had Miss Shay Marie on the show. We discussed a lot of things dealing with our community and our culture. Uh, when it as it pertains to the black male female dynamic, um, wow, it was fun. Talked about rape culture. We talked about street harassment. We talked about, um, you know, who should be in leadership when it comes to relationships, or should they even be a leader? Why not let it just be a partnership? Um, uh, what else did we talk about? We talked about Nate Parker. We talked about. Um, you know, just his movement and his uh, feelings towards his his accuser, right? So um, we dealt with that. It's it's so much that it was the longest episode. That's I I'll tell you that it was the longest episode that we have done. So of course it was packed full of stuff. And uh, thank you once again, Shay Marie. But this week we're back. We got Miss. No She Fabius from Breaking Demon Brushes, uh, the website, the blog, she has a video blog, it's, she's doing her thing, a lot of cool content being created at this time by Miss No She. Um, she, of course she's a natural hair blogger so, you know, she gives tips and, you know, on fashion and styles and things of that nature and products, but we didn't have her on for that, we actually talked to her about just the dynamic of you know black women gravitating towards natural hair now um you know, of course i would say within, it's a uh, something that i've been seeing the increasing probably within the last couple of years um especially when i go to brooklyn like it's it's fun though i, I enjoy seeing um black women using their natural hair and, and you know they could be just as creative as the woman that's you know getting the uh, three foot long weave <laughs> in her hair. So me personally, I don't have an opinion either way. I think women are beautiful in general. I don't want to say I don't want to be on a high horse saying oh women shouldn't have weaves and or they should just carry their natural hair. I don't want to be on a high horse, but I just wanted to just express a different, uh, you know, different information you know just he spoke to her about you know what made her decide to stay natural um you know what got her doing content and and wanting to to assist other black women within this process because you have to understand it's a process because grown women are, are seen every day by how they it's unfor I don't want to say it's unfortunate but it's just a reality women are, are always uh, how they look is always like their first statement uh, I think men have more of a luxury of just using our minds and speaking but women always have to be conscious of how they look so just a black woman being confident and staying natural and you know, I, I talked to her about that. I talked about how it works at work. How does it work in dating? Um, it's crazy that we have to have this conversation, but it is something that needs to be talked about because um, <laughs> women who, who are, are uh, overlooked sometimes by jobs because of their hair, 
Women are overlooked by men when they're dating because of their hair. It's it's sad, but it's a reality, and we got into that, and I appreciate it. Check this out. No she Fabians from breaking them in brushes. Check it out. All right, everyone. I'm here with No She. She's a blogger, vlogger, uh, all around natural hair expert. Um, from breaking Denman brushes. How you doing, Oshi? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, before before we get into your website, can we? How, what got you started? Wanted to create a content on social media. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that again? I said, what got you? What got you? What started? You wanted to make a content regarding uh natural hair and things of that nature. Well, at first, I wanted to create um, content since I was in high school. Okay. So I started out with um, Tango Yet Heavenly, which was a little bit of my project. But I felt like it was a little bit unorganized because I thought that as soon as you had a blog and you had content, everyone was going to follow you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very different. It's actually very difficult to, like, um, have audience actually, like, stay there. So it wasn't until, like, college. And I'm also a communications major at Baruch College. Okay. I realized, like, how much you need to, like, have content. And you have to be, um, you have to be very organized in your ways. So you have to show that consistency. And I think that's why I really got into content creation. Because I feel like not only is it about communication, but it's all about um, step by step. Okay. Thank you. Definitely. So, uh, Breaking Them in Brushes, how did you come up with that name? <laughs> well, I actually um, made up that name based on a situation that I was in. When I started to be natural, every time I watched YouTube, I would purchase anything that the vlogger would say. So, if the person <laughs> said, you would purchase mayonnaise, I would purchase mayonnaise. Okay. And I recall like, purchasing a Denman brush which is a brush that a lot of um, women of multicultural or who have curly hair use to define their curls. Okay. So then the brush was about like 15 to $20. So the first time I used it, it took like at least two strokes and the whole Denman brush broke. <laughs> so uh. I was so broken hearted because everyone told me like the Denman brush is so invincible, it can control the hair, but it didn't work for me. So okay. I created Yeah, so breaking Denman brushes entails the never ending struggle of natural hair and fitting in. Because okay. there's no remedy or cure for dealing with beauty. Definitely. So I guess uh everything that was the 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 one step fix all um it didn't work for you so. nope it did not <laughs> <laughs> so so what are some of the challenges you were saying how um it's a, it's a challenge gaining an audience so what are some of the, the challenges you found that um what's you know a solution that you found for those challenges engagement okay engagement is very important. A lot of people, when they first get into content creation, they always think about, oh, it's just the quantity, which is untrue. Because you can have 100, 300 likes and have no comments, which is bad. 
definitely. That means that they like your picture, but the question is, are they actually engaging in your blog? Do they actually want to know more of you? Or they just like you because you have pretty pictures. So I think engagement is very important because it actually retains the audience and you get to know who is actually looking for your work. Definitely, definitely. It makes sense. And also, you're in a space, of course, it's a niche space, but it's also, I see that, you know, it's, you have a lot of uh, style bloggers, especially um, regarding hair and looking good. So have you found support or, or have you find it challenging, you know, kind of a competition? I take it as a support. I think a lot of people who blog, sometimes they tend to be a little bit shy because it's just like, okay, you like me. A lot of people like me. But I think it's all about just being first when it comes to shaking hands. Okay. So a lot of times if I see someone that likes my blog, sometimes I'll go to their blog and be like, I see you liking my stuff. Hey, girl. <laughs> like it's And they're just like, oh, hi. And then it's like, you know. They um, open up. So sometimes it's about the initiation. So I don't think anyone's so closed in. They just feel like sometimes people don't really want to interact. They just okay. want to interact. Of course, of course. So um, how has studying communications, how has that helped you in your process? Oh, my gosh. Communications has helped me so much. It's helped me with confidence, but also speaking, knowing my voice body language, how to write, um, specifically when it comes to target marketing, like doing like deep research. Okay. Like knowing like, the attitudes of people who will probably like you. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, I guess basically, I don't want to say you're cheating, but you kind of got the secret since you're studying communications. <laughs> Yes, it's definitely a secret. It's like as I finish my class, I will utilize it in my blog or I utilize it in my social media account. <laughs> okay. So uh, um within this process, um what have you what have you learned, you know, more about uh natural hair and, and like your 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 audience? What have you learned about them that you didn't know before you started? There's no age to interest. Okay. And I found that very interesting because the first thing that they teach you in communications is like, oh, there's a certain age bracket, there's a certain market. But one thing I realized with natural hair, not a lot of people are looking for age. So it does not mean, it doesn't matter if you're old, young, middle age, they're looking for your content. So if they're looking for a twist out, they don't really care what's going on in the background. It's like, can she do a great twist out so I can go to work and rock this? <laughs> so I think that was very interesting. Okay, so it's nothing personal. You just want to know if you really have the tips and you can mm -hmm. get the job done. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so where do you see where do you see the blog going? Because I see I also been. I checked out a couple of your YouTube videos, which I think are cool. You do have a great presence. I guess you learned that in school, or you you just have a natural confidence. But what what uh where do you see where do you want to take it? I say within the next six months. Within the next six months, I want to solidify a presence in social media towards like the natural hair sector. Okay. I want to connect with more natural hair companies. Um, I'm actually planning to create this event 
next year in New York, like this small um, event for like any multicultural or like style bloggers or natural bloggers to have like a coffee talk. Okay. And then that I would like to collaborate with some local um, black businesses, some local black health stores and stuff to set up some swag bags so we can have an open discussion. So what I'm trying to do is grow this more of aside from being a blogger, I want this to be a I want this to be a form of forum for interaction. Definitely. I want people to be like, you know what, I can speak to everyone. Cause I I don't know, I'm not really like into the famous thing. I'm into like making sure that I have like a purpose in which I want to help people. Because I'm a former introvert. I used to be stupid. Uh, really? I I can't I can't yeah. see that. <laughs> As soon as somebody would say my um, name, I would run away. Like, really. <laughs> I was the runaway type of person. Like, oh, my God, who are you? <laughs> now, you seem, yeah. you seem to be very open, uh, very uh, giving. I, I can't picture you being an introvert. <laughs> it all comes with the practice, and I think that's why, like, communication and writing has helped me. Okay. Yeah. So... What what is some of the, the feedback you've been seeing from, you know, your comments? You said you like to engage. So what have you gotten any negative feedback that you kinda, you know, got you upset or discouraged or has everything pretty much been positive? I can say about everything is positive, but I feel like with there's no such thing as negative comments unless if it's not about the content that you're giving. Okay. So for example, someone was like I'm not, I don't really understand your name. How come you just don't use something like simple, like, you know, natural 85 and stuff? And I was like, there's a concept to it. Exactly. Instead of reacting to it, I explained it to the person. They were just like, okay, I get it. So I usually take like the um, interaction and engagement of Instagram is just like having conversations because not everyone's going to agree with you, but you want people to respect what you're doing. Definitely, definitely. I definitely agree. Um, <laughs> social media can be rough sometimes, but of course we're going to need it to, to find uh, more viewers and, and followers. Um, so how do you have any secrets? I guess you could help me <laughs> personally. What are some of the secrets you find uh, just to gain more eyeballs to see your content? Make sure you don't post too much within a day. <laughs> um, <laughs> And make sure you do a little bit of research on your tags. Okay. So Sometimes you, it's not that. I'm sorry? I was going to say, have you learned that the hard way or is it just uh, research? <laughs> no, I haven't learned it the hard way, but I think sometimes it's the research because a lot of people just think that you're natural. So hashtag natural, hashtag comb. And it's like, no. <laughs> you know, you can hashtag black, bold, and natural. You can hashtag black girl magic, educated queen. Like, you have to make sure you do research, and you have to make sure in each different picture, you're showing your personality through it. Definitely. So, on a personal level, uh, besides the blog and the content, what made you, uh, if it was a decision, maybe you always, what made you decide to, to you know, stick with being natural? Because I know it's a lot of women, especially, you know, kind of younger women who are basically addicted to getting perms like they have to get a perm all the time they gotta have their straight hair yeah, straight yeah. all the time so what made you decide you know what um i'm just going in a different direction 
Well, I actually wrote a story on Huffington Post about it. It was called My Hair Was a Stranger to Me. Okay. And in that situation, I felt it was so weird that my natural hair was not normal. Hmm. I found that very odd. Like how it was like the days that I couldn't get a perm or someone had naps, it was almost considered like very weird. Like, yeah. oh my God, you have natural hair? That's crazy. And it was just like, why are we going so crazy over something that we were born with? That's true. It was, it was almost like this weird alienation. And I started to realize that it seemed like I had to invest more money trying to be different opposed to being myself. That's true. So then that's when I started to get that deep thinking, you know? Definitely. So yeah. you just started doing research and finding more and more information about it? I just yellowed it. I was just like, listen, I'm going to rock my little afro. I was rocking like the Weezy from the Jefferson Rollers. You know, I had my awkward face. Really? my school afro. you was wearing it? Yes. And like the teachers didn't know what to say because they were like, listen, I'm not trying to catch a kid. Because <laughs> you're the only black girl in this grade. So yeah. I was just rocking that afro and I loved it. So especially in your field, on communication, you never felt the the pressure to say, you know what, I know I, I kind of like being natural, but you never felt the pressure because out of your, you know, seeing your other classmates or seeing other successful people in your field, you know, having long straight hair or weaves, you never felt that pressure? Well, I think in general, in every single field, African-American women who have natural hair, they feel the pressure. Okay. Because a lot of times, people are not used to seeing, like, how we're able to change up our hair. So there are people, like, when they see a lot of people with weave, they identify us. When they see people with kinky hair, they want to assume we're like that. Mm -hmm. So when it came to communication field, it was not that much of a struggle because I forced them to accept me. Wow, Okay. Yeah, so I, I had my natural hair. I would have my afro. I would sit right in front of, like, my former boss and be like, hey, what's up? And he's just like, oh, you look like a disco. I'm just like, it's 2016. Yeah. I'm just, you know what I mean? So in a way, it's, it's weird because it's like, it's a kind of rebellion when it's not supposed to be. Okay. But there are people that are so used to seeing black women with weed as soon as they see someone with kink, it's just like, oh, you don't want to wear a weave? Are you sure? <laughs> oh, okay, that's weird. You know, so sometimes yeah. you have to people like, hey, we can do anything with our hair, you Definitely. know? It seems, especially with you saying that you as an introvert, it's kind of difficult because it, it's sad that it's this way, but it's, it's automatically a conversation piece. Yeah. Like so, when you know you walk in the room and and like you said, you had the wheezy afro. I I'm sure even if you didn't want to talk to people, people always came up to you. Oh yeah, definitely. I actually have a little story. When I was in retail, um, it was like my first official job. I was working at this high end retail, and one day I was just like, okay, this was the period that I took off my weave, and I was just like, okay, I'll wash my hair that weekend. So I just did, like, this little comb back hairstyle. And, like, my um, store manager at the time passed me, and he was just like, uh, um, what happened to your hair? 
And I was like, oh, no, that was, I was leaving. I was going to fix it. And he was just like, when are you going to fix it? Because it looks out there. Wow. And I was just like, my hair, my, this is my hair. And he was just like, I know, but the other one, which was like a bohemian waist, like probably 32, 42 inch, like it was down to my knees. I thought I was like Jasmine and stuff. He missed <laughs> that hair. Wow. That's, I mean, it's so, sad. That's the hair that he hired. That's how I felt. You know what? That is definitely an, inspired for, um, an inspiration for another blog. Yeah. I was hired for my hair because wow. he did not like my hair at all. I would have to straighten it or put it in a ponytail. So did he treat you different when your hair was out? Or, like, besides that comment, like, did you notice like him treating you differently throughout the day? Yes. It was almost like I came to work with um, sweat. Wow. wow. He kept on saying that I looked one cat. Wow. And you wearing the same outfits that you always wore? Yep. I was wearing the suit, but due to the fact that my hair was kinking, you know, he was. Wow. To that, he was uncomfortable. You wow. Know? That's, that's really crazy. <laughs> I mean, of course, it would make me feel uncomfortable, but I think it would motivate me more also just to, like, to be more defiant. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it definitely taught me because after that, I was just like, no, I'm not going to wear a weave um, when I go to work. Like, as I go into the interview, I have, like, some curls or I have a twist out or I have something with my natural hair. And then if I need to wear a protective style, I'll do it during work because I want them to understand that this is just me. Yeah, definitely. So, oh, like you just said, with going into interviews, you do you, are you – kind of aware that, that your hair is kind of uh, a subject matter. They might not mention it, but it might also it might kind of be a deterrent. Have you ever considered that or no? I consider that. I definitely have. But I feel like that if I feel like the job is thinking about my hair, then maybe I should not be at that job. That's what I always think. Of course, of course. It makes sense. Because I'm here for communication. So if anything, you should see that I'm hygienic, I'm clean, I'm well-spoken, and I have expertise. But if you're paying attention to my hair, then that shows that you already have an image. Definitely. It means that you're not looking for me. You're just looking for some, like, robot. And I'm not a robot. I'm mystery. <laughs> yes. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a lot of quotes. I'm making a lot of quotes. I see that. I see that. So what what was like when you first started your blog, what was like some of the uh, topics that you didn't write? Like some of the things that you said, I'm going to write this, and then, you know, you scratched it, and you you erased it, and you never clicked uh, post. I can say anything dealing with emotion. Okay. Because it's very interesting how, like, you can create something and you're like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about that. And then you're angry one day. And you're just like, nah, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about how, how I feel. And then you <laughs> write something. And then the next day you read it over and you're like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, somebody's going to Google me from LinkedIn and find me. Somebody's going to try to sue me. Is that you? You're right. <laughs> yeah. So anything when it comes to strong emotion, I'm very aware because you have to realize that. It doesn't mean um, just because someone hasn't commented, they have not seen it. And Definitely. just because you like, posted it and deleted it does not mean it's going to be removed from Google. 
So anytime I'm mad, angry, or super happy, I make sure I read over things like 10 times because you never know when something could sound really bad. (laughs) You're right. Absolutely right. All right. Before I let you go, one more question. It's kind of personal. I hope I don't offend. But we talked about in the workplace. So outside of the workplace, like the dating area, have you ever um, faced obstacles or ever, you know, going on the first date have you ever you know reconsidered you know let me get a perm before i go on this first date have that oh no oh no who does that i mean the only thing that's related to that was when someone was trying to talk to me and he was just like hey babe you look so good i'm gonna take care of you man i'm gonna give you a perm and everything i was like what's up I was like, hey, he made the perm sound like jewelry. I was just like, oh, okay. And he's like, baby, man, I can see your hair straight, man. You're going to look bad. And I was like, wow. But besides that, if anything, I usually date a type of man that's motivated and that embraces natural beauty. Because I'm that type of girl that doesn't really wear a lot of makeup. So there's times that I just want to wear a dress and wear a ponytail and just be fine so that's usually the guys that i date definitely definitely well noshi i appreciate your time i don't want to keep you all night i know you got to study and do things of that nature and make some more content um thank you so much for your time i appreciate you hopefully can get you back on again especially when you get started doing that event that you want to plan um thank you so much thank you Hey, thank you so much, Jake. All right, have a good night. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. There you have it. That's my interview with Miss Noshi Fabius. Told you it was cool. A lot of cool information, a different take on things. Um, told you this podcast is a little different. I hate average podcasts, and we really are not an average podcast. We want to talk about things that's not usually talked about during podcasts. We want to showcase different talent. Um, and this is no different. Uh, the great, you got to check out her YouTube page. No, she's YouTube page. Check out her website. She creates a lot of cool content. She's very confident and she's, you know, <laughs> she's always smiling. So that, that, that kind of made me gravitate to me to her. I wanted to get her on the show. So definitely check her out. Check her on Instagram. Check out her Twitter. Breaking Den Men Brushes. All right. So talk to you guys next week also check out my instagram my twitter my snapchat i hate average jay that's my twitter my snapchat i hate average jay my instagram is different i hate average podcast spelled all the way out i hate average podcast that's my instagram check it out hit me up if you got feedback for the show if you love it if you hate it let me know how i could tweak it and uh also, rate review on iTunes. That's always a plus. Rate and review on iTunes. Please rate and review on iTunes. Thank you. Have a good day. Talk to you guys next week.